Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. They've been long rumoured, but now it's their time to shine. We have a whole new batch of queens vying for the crown of the mother tucking world and this time a cash prize yes it's time to recap uk vs the world season two so hold on to your tights it's gonna be a bumpy ride from glitter ball this is drag race time machine uk vs the world season two hello my intrepid drag race adventurers Oh, it's been a minute, but boy, do we have potentially the most stacked cast of Drag Race contestants we've ever seen to talk about. Yes, we're talking all things UK vs. The World Season 2, and more specifically, Episode 1. So buckle up, because there is a lot to go through. But first, you know how this works... This is your official spoiler warning. Go and watch the episode and then come back here and we'll talk about it. I'll see you soon, okay? Okay, now that that's out the way, hi, hello, I'm glad that you've watched the episode. Welcome. Where do we start? You know where we start? We start by talking about this crop of brand new returnees because they're not brand new queens. This is not a... 
Rue year, Rue day. Um, no, this is an all-stars for the ages. Not only do you have UK queens like Theresa May, Tia Coffey, and the OG exit, Gothy Kendall, but you have icons like Mayhem Miller, Marina Summers, Jobbers Blonde. It's such a stacked cast. It's going to be really interesting to see how these queens go. I can't really pick it at the moment. And this episode was just incredible. I do have a front runner at the moment, but that's just because I adore them. I adored them on their original season and they continue to just be an absolute beacon of joy when it comes to drag. But we'll get to that in a minute. Overall, gotta say it, very, very strong first episode. RuPaul being sick aside, for a talent show episode, it felt like one of the strongest we've seen in a while. Certainly blows season 16 out of the water, I'm just going to be honest. In my opinion, this was much more engaging and much more delightful because we got to see some things I did not expect to be seeing today. Mm Mm-mm. And even better, our UK vs. the world rules are in full effect, which means the backstabbing and plotting can most definitely begin. Before we get stuck straight into the gaggery and the draggery of this episode, I need to give you a heads up that the rest of these recaps will be living exclusively on Glitterball Plus. So you'll need to head over to glitterball.plus or there's a link in the show notes to subscribe the price of a cup of coffee each month. You can head to glitterball.plus to subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a moment of the drag adventure that we have ahead of us because it's going to be a good one. But let's get into it with the first act of the talent show. First up, it's Theresa May with a very, very fun original song. I mean, it's kind of the drag race staple, right? You come back for a talent, you give them an original song. But you know what? Theresa just has a charm about her that I really love. I find it interesting, intriguing, and she's just so incredibly polished since her original run on Drag Race that it's hard not to love this. And that definitely falls into that category for me. I think this does a wonderful job of establishing who Charissa has blossomed into since her original time on the show and really blazes a great path for her going forward. I I loved every second of this and I'm so ready for more. Up next is Scarlet Envy. And I'm sorry, but I can't help but wonder whether this was a second choice for talent because this felt rushed for want of a better word it just didn't feel very complete as a talent we got a couple of jokes in there but overall this wasn't that funny and surely she could have lent into something more with the am i the drama something like that you know what i mean that's kind of where i landed with this of leading into your own catchphrases this felt very odd to say the least. I just don't think it was the strongest week for Scarlet with this. I I had high expectations of Scarlet and this one kind of let me down. I feel really bad saying that, but it's the truth. I was like, okay, I'm bored. What's next? 
Okay. Up next is La Grande Dame from France. This was the most absurd and delightful and confusing few minutes of television I have watched in a long time, but I could watch it on a loop for hours. Just fabulous and stupid. And I'm like, what is going on here? But give me more, please. Phenomenal. The use of the loop machine is something we've never seen before on Drag Race, to my knowledge. And I'm obsessed. So, so funny. From the multiple laughing moments to the crying to the whatever that ending was, I was just like, this is incredible. I gagged, delighted all the same. I, if you saw my brief coverage of Drag Race France season one, which at this point we may go back to because I need more. I loved La Grande Dame and the love affair continues into UK vs. The World season two. Let me tell you right now, because this was fucking incredible. And it made me really excited to see the stupidity that was hopefully to come with La Grande Dame. I guess we'll see as time goes on. Up next is the OG exit. It's Gothy Kendall. And bloody hell was this a redemption moment. I'm going to contradict Hannah's confessional here and say that I don't think that Gothy was concerned that it worked overall. I think it may well have been the pressure of doing it in front of the judges and this being the redemption moment that it was. This was fucking incredible and Gothy should be so, so proud of what they accomplished here because my jaw was on the floor. That was so, so cool. The lip sync itself was a great start and then that was just like, bam. So I am really, really, really impressed with this. It's a very strong showing, I think, for Gothy this week, in my personal opinion. And I'm intrigued to see what else they may have up their sleeve. For me, out of this bunch of queens, it's very hard to put people in the bottom so far. Up next was... I personally believe the moment of this entire talent show. Wow. Talk about knowing the assignment and coming strong out of the gate. That is exactly what Marina Summers did. Seeing this performance, I struggled to comprehend that she was a runner-up on her season of Drag Race Philippines. This fucking incredible That's the only phrase I have for it. It was simple, but it's all she needed. The track was incredible. She was so on point with the track that you don't really need much else. The ribbons were also a really fun element, but I was just captivated by that face and the precision. I was like, God damn. It's so impressive. And she should be really, really proud of herself. Uh, I mean, that kind of explains it best for you, right? That, That sound alone kind of answers how I feel about Marina's talent show. Honestly, probably my highlight of the episode. Up next is where things got a little bit weird. It's K 
Petty Minaj from Holland, who I quite enjoy. However, I hate to be that bitch, but this really missed the mark for me. I think she was trying to land two things, calling herself Special K and also the phrase, say yay to your K. Now, look, I don't know if either of those landed. The floor work and work with the mushroom, incredible. Can't fault it. Certainly moves better than I ever could wish to. However, having said that, this just felt a little disjointed and chaotic and too much branding in the one performance, if that makes sense, which is kind of disappointing to say for me, if I'm honest, because I think she's such a strong queen that I was like, this is uncomfortable. But I guess you can't always have a great day. It was fine, but it wasn't kind of a standout, nor did it feel as polished as the others, even with all the props. I was a bit like, oh, okay. But unfortunately, things got even worse. I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm really quite sad because I had such, such high hopes. I am, of course, talking about the moment with the queen of the party, Mayhem Miller. Fuck. Ah, this is just so unfortunate because... Mayhem has been memed and kind of poked at with her previous All-Stars talent show that I'm like, oh, really? Like, we're going to have another moment like this? And you can't tell me they only let these queens film these once. They were so short, they must have filmed them twice. So it almost feels a little bit deliberate. I could be wrong. Maybe they only did get to film them once, but... This really upset me. I love Mayhem. And I was like, oh, dear Christ. So Mayhem had an act in which she was doing this kind of sound bowl meditation-y moment. And then her own joke made her laugh. And she just fully blanked and lost everything else. And look, it happens, but you need to recover. I've been there before on stage. It happens. You need to recover. Recovery is key. And that Mayhem did not do. Which I'm a little surprised by. Because she's a seasoned queen. Like she's been around the block. That I'm just a bit like how... Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's just like... What happened here? And how did you fall so spectacularly? Given the pressure I'm sure you felt coming into a new talent show like so this made me really sad to be honest I was like oh shit this is not good so that's Mayhem's talent journey for you however I'm delighted to say that it got better because up next was Anaconda bloody hell representing Australia in a banger of a way this was comedy with a message and Hannah should be so so proud of this this was so strong 
very, very funny, but also, and I mean this as a compliment, totally effortless. It felt like she, the kind of what she does on a daily basis, it just flowed so flawlessly that my jaw was like agape because I was like, this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well done, Hannah. Well done. Yeah, this was no notes. Very funny. I love the kind of oops reveal. Very, very good. Up next was John Buzz Blonde. Now, this was so self-aware. An original track done quite well, I think. Very, very funny. I think my favourite underrated line was, This Larry Pigeon flies in coach. It was just the right level of self-aware, but a total piss take. And I was kind of floored that we were getting this from Jonfers because I don't believe they were that self-aware in their season, so it's kind of delightful to see. It was very, very funny, very well executed. Bravo, bravo. Up next is what I'm going to call educational sluttery. A queen who I'm, because of this number, going to shorten their name to Arancha from Spain because if I try and say the full name, I'm just going to mess it up. So Arancha, I'm sorry. This was incredible. Very much a fever dream, to be honest, like a few of our numbers before it. But I think very well executed and cultural and educational. Hmm, strong, especially if you're being introduced to a whole new audience. Why not spell out your name if people seem to have trouble with Arancha? It's the rest of your name that I struggle with. But you know what? To be fair to this number, Arancha Castilla-La Mancha. Hey, I did it! Um, just very, very well done. I like the inclusion of the Brick Crew member. It was kind of nice to see them scattered or... Sorry, this particular Brick Crew member scattered throughout the performances. That was kind of nice. This was very, very well done, though. And our very last queen representing the UK was Tia Coffee. And you know what? This song is a banger, but something was off about this performance. I really feel like Tia thrives as a performer with a live audience, and that was what was missing here. Because otherwise, there's not too much to critique. The song's a banger. The judges seemed to enjoy it, and I certainly enjoyed it. But I think Tear was really missing a live audience here. It was a little bit awkward, and I think that's what it was. But overall, song was fabulous, Tear. Knocked it out the damn park. Well done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back. We are going to talk about the runway now, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on some of the entrance looks as well, because I feel like we didn't touch on those at the beginning of the episode, and they deserve a bit of time in the sun as well, because we have a little bit of time up our sleeve for this runway and elimination section. First onto the runway, it's Scarlet Envy. This was really clever. Very simple. But the headpiece did a lot of the heavy lifting here. Lovely little call back to her iconic moment of Am I the Drama? This whole package this week was very strong. Even her look on the talent show stage, very strong. Simple but elevated is kind of the overall vibe, definitely. Very strong week for Scarlett in the look department. Up next was Keta Minaj serving... An incredibly slutty milkmaid. She has given us a night of extremes with her looks uh, in this episode. We had the evil witch entrance and then this as the runway. Both incredibly polished. Really, really, really impressive. I gotta say though, I don't think the judges were thrilled by the second look that was under the milkmaid outfit. And... I kind of have to agree. I think the first look was much stronger, but a very strong rig for Ketan Minaj, that's for sure. Next was Jombas. Do you know what? This was a very chic, very green look. This was very on brand for Jombas and the Irish of it all. Very, very nice. Her whole package this week has been very chic. Very, very chic. That entrance look with the snake hair to this. All very considered and very, very polished. A very strong week for Jombas in the look department. Arancha followed next. I love this look. This look, I think, is the highlight of the runway for me. This was stunning. She looked incredible. Just an absolute slay. And it's funny because even she said on Twitter, it's the best she feels she's looked. Well, blimey, you really knocked it out of the park with this one, Arancha. I'm very impressed. I definitely think it was a step up from the perfectly fine entrance look, but this was exceptional. 
Very, very strong look for Arantxa. Tia Coffee followed that with a beautiful gown. This was stunning. She looked flawless. This, to me, really encapsulates the growth that Tia has had. I'm very proud to see it. We obviously got the elevated version of her entrance look this time around. Very, very strong look week this week for Tia because even her look on the talent show stage, very considered, beautiful, just really impeccable looks from Tia this time around. I love twofold that we are getting more of Tia's wonderful confessionals, but also that we got a peek into her heritage with this look with the mix of British and Nigerian. I think it's beautiful, really well-considered look, just a real evolution for Tia, and I'm so proud to see it. Marina Summers followed that look, and look, I don't know how much more I'm going to be able to gush about Marina in one episode. So strong, very well put together look. Again, showing off her heritage. Look, Marina's just kind of flawless and I feel like that's going to be a trend we're going to see all season. This was beautiful. I have no real notes. Her entrance look, that medieval ready for battle kind of vibe. It gave me very much Panginas, not to compare Queens, but I just saw the kind of reference moment of Pangina's promo look for UK vs. The World Season 1. So proud of Marina. This was an incredible week for her. Very, very cool. Up next was Teresa and bloody hell, this was incredible. Uh, All these queens I love, so it's going to be really hard to say goodbye to any of them. But Teresa especially, just killed it this week even on the runway this look is impeccable so well done and it's got such a message of being like this country accepted her and she's so proud of that and just gorgeous 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 i i love her so much mayhem miller was after Teresa, and you know what i'm a little confused by this look It just feels kind of meh. Meh, it's fine. She looks great, don't get me wrong. But I don't know if it just comes across as a bit basic. I don't know. I like my hem, so I'm a little bit confused by her package this week. Her entrance look is probably one of my favourite looks I've ever seen Mayhem in. But everything else this week, I don't know what happened. Hmm. Little unfortunate. But look, it's fine. I just go, wouldn't you kind of go a little bit harder being the first runway of the season? Just a thought. Gothy Kendall was next. This is great. This is great. Gothy's kind of gender fucking view of this was beautiful the headpiece spectacular 
I'm really proud of Gothy this episode. Her entrance look, I loved. That hair was giving me life. This outfit, I thought, was a really brilliant way to do this in a different way. I'm very impressed with Gothy. She may have been first out last time around, but she has certainly come to play this time, and it shows. Overall, and while I may contradict the judges as I say this, it feels like a very strong week for Gothy. Judges be damned, I'm making the rules here. Le Grand Dame. I mean, much like Marina, there's only so many times I'm going to be able to gush about La Grande Dame this season. But the looks this week have been spectacular. We were given kind of high fashion, high art France with her entrance look. Don't even get me started on that entrance line. Was just perfection. If you don't get the reference, you need to go and look it up because I died from laughter with this for a good like five minutes I just couldn't stop laughing at that entrance line spectacular she looked incredible she looked incredible when she did the talent show it was simple but it looked great and then this gave us kind of the goofy side of her but in the fashion we got it in the talent and then we got it again on the runway this is really cool The Eiffel Tower in this was kind of weirding me out a little bit, but overall, I think she looked pretty spectacular. It's very stupid, very funny with the frog foot. It's so hard to to find something to critique with La Grande Dame, but I'm sure I'll find something along the way, but I really love this. Then we had Hannah Conda representing Down Under in fine fashion. This was spectacular. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, with a very, very strong and important message on a global stage. Hannah, you should be so proud of yourself this week. This look was stunning. The treaty message also, I think, landed really well. Just... Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous fashion. And a tribute to not only the First Nations people of this country, but an iconic, iconic movie. Well done, Hannah. However, my loves, that brings us to the pointy end of the episode. So let's just crack straight into it, because at this point, we've nearly been here for half an hour. In a surprise too, I really don't think anybody, Marina Summers and La Grande Dame were the top two for the week, lip-syncing for the win. And I truly believe the correct decision was made here. Marina really killed this lip-sync. And I think when you combine that with her runway and her talent show, pretty easy win here. But our bottom two were Mayhem Miller... And Gothy Kendall. Now, this was really interesting because Mayhem immediately went into gameplay mode and fed you, you're here to play a game, play the damn game. But that talent show was fairly unforgivable, let's be real. Like, you need to recover better from that. And yeah, I think it was a tricky decision for both the queens because. Marina was like, I don't really want to send somebody home 
who hasn't gotten to show everything they're capable of and Le Grand Dame was the same way. But they both love mayhem and it, it really did build the tension for this elimination. It wasn't necessarily cut and dry. And it's tricky because as I said at the top of the show, I love all of these queens and don't really want to see any of them go home. So I would have liked to have seen Mayhem have a redemption moment, but at the same time, we barely know Gothy. So I can understand why the girls made this choice. Anyhow, so as I was saying, Marina won the lip sync. And the lipstick that she chose as per the UK First the World rules was Mayhem Miller's. So that means the pork chop of UK vs. the World Season 2, our first elimination, is the queen of the party, Mayhem Miller. Now, I genuinely thought we were going to see some sort of whoa, 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 hold up twist moment, but we didn't. Unless there's going to be a twist later in the season. Maybe? Who knows? But for now, we say goodbye to the queen of the party. And with that, my darlings, we have reached the end of the very first recap or recap or just general chinwag about drag for season two of UK vs. The World. This has been such a delight to do. I've kind of veered away from covering Drag Race because I've been a bit burnt out by it. But this cast is so stacked to me that I have to. So I hope you're in for the ride. Thank you so much for listening. If you want the rest of these recaps, don't forget you can head over to glitterball.plus and subscribe right now to make sure you're in with those but thank you so much for listening i will see you next week head over to instagram at we are glittable and let's have a chat about this drag see you next week take care Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 